Hello po sa mga nakatutok na sa live. Good morning. Welcome to Unity Christian Fellowship. At uh, gusto ko po kayong batiin ng happy, happy, blessed Sunday. Good morning po ulit. And last Friday, uh, nagkaroon ng announcement ang ating Pangulo na extended, extended ang ating Enhanced Community Quarantine. And po, gusto ko po kayong kamustahin, kamusta ang kalagayan ninyo, kamusta kayo dyan sa mga bahay ninyo, o okay iba kayo sa maayos ba kayo na kondisyon. Some of us ay merong um, takot. Some of us nag-iisip at uh, nag-worry paano yung mga susunod na weeks, paano yung susunod na araw sa nakukuha ng panggastos, sa nakukuha ng um, pagkain, no? ng trabaho. But I just want to encourage you today that um, si Lord yung magpo-provide ng lahat ng ating pangailangan Only, ang kailangan natin gawin is do not fear. Huwag tayong matakot, huwag tayong mamba. Just trust in the Lord and have faith and God will provide all the things that we need. No? So, God is faithful naman that isusupply niya lahat ng mga bagay na kinakailangan natin. Basta tayo matiwala sa Kanya. So, ngayon naman po, ito yung ika-fourth week ng April. Ito yung last Sunday of the month. And, um, ang thing natin for this whole month of April ay promise of relationship. So, gusto ko munang uh, i-review yung mga nakaraang week natin. No? So, may natutunan ba tayo doon? First week natin is yung tinurin ni Toby about promise of peace na binibigay sa atin ng Panginoon. Pangalawa, yung promise of restoration, which is yung title naman, ay topic naman na itinuro ko yung second week. And then, last, last, last week pala, is tinuro sa atin ni Patrick yung Um, how to respond to God's promises. Yung mga nakaraang week, um, naintindihan natin, natutunan natin yung mga promises ng Panginoon, no, na meron siyang promise sa buhay natin, and paano tayo magre-respond sa promise niya. But right now, this uh, last week of April, uh, gusto ko naman na i-share sa inyo yung uh, word na binigay sa atin ng Lord for this morning about relationship. So, ang magiging focus ng ating topic is all about our our relationship. So, before that, samahan niyo muna ako sa isang mic-sing prayer bago tayo mag-umpisa at magtuloy-tuloy sa ating uh, uh, preaching topic. So, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we praise you. We thank you. Salamat po sa isang bagong umaga, bagong araw na binigay niyo po sa amin. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of life. Salamat sa protection mo. Hindi niyo po inahayaan na kami ay magkasakit at magkaroon ng uh, anumang karamdaman, Lord God. Truly, your blood, the blood of Jesus, is covering us, Lord God, from uh, every sickness and diseases, Lord. Salamat din po sa provision mo. At ngayong araw na ito, Panginoon, patuloy po kami na malapit sa inyong harapan. Ikaw po magturo sa amin, Lord. We ask for your Holy Spirit, Panginoon, to open up our eyes, Lord. Open up our ears, Lord, to receive everything, Lord, na gusto niyo pong sabihin sa amin ngayong, ngayong araw na ito, ngayong oras na ito, Lord God. Tago niyo po ko sa inyong likuran. Ikaw lamang po ang magsalita. Ikaw po ang mag-usap, Panginoon. Ikaw po ang magitan, Lord God, ng uh, topic na ito, Panginoon. God, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And, Amen. So, yan. Samahan niyo po ako sa key text natin ngayong umaga na ito. Please open up your Bible on 1 Samuel chapter 20. Buong chapter po. So, ang headings dito, Jonathan helps David. 
David now fled from Nayot in Rama and found Jonathan. What have I done? He exclaimed. What is my crime? How have I offended your father that he is so determined to kill me? Sabi ni David, that's not true, Jonathan protested. You're not going to die. He always tells me everything is going to do. Even the little things, I know my father wouldn't hide something like this from me. It just isn't so. Then David took an oath before Jonathan and said, Your father knows perfectly well about our friendship. So he, sa- he has said to himself, I won't tell Jonathan, why should I hurt him? But I swear you that I am only a step away from death. I swear by the Lord and by your own soul. Tell me what can, what I can do to help you, Jonathan exclaimed. Look in your verse. Tell me what I can do to help you, Jonathan exclaimed. Verse 5, David replied, Tomorrow we will celebrate the New Moon Festival. I've always eaten with the king on, his, on this occasion, but tomorrow I'll hide in the field and stay there until the evening of the third day. If your father asks where I am, tell him I ask permission to go to Bethlehem, to go home to Bethlehem for an annual family sacrifice. If he says fine, you will know all is well. But if he is angry and loses his temper, you will know he is determined to kill me. Show me this loyalty as my sworn friend, for we made the solemn pact before the Lord. Or kill me yourself if I have sinned against your father. But please don't betray me to him. Verse 9. Never, Jonathan exclaimed, you know that I have that slightest notion my father was planning to kill you. I would tell you at once. Then David asked, How will I know whether or not your father is angry? Come out to the field with me, Jonathan replied. And they went out there together. Then Jonathan told David, I promise by the Lord the God of Israel that by this time tomorrow or the next day at the latest, I will talk to my father and let you know at once how he feels about you. If he speaks favorably about you, I will let you know. But if he is angry and wants to kill, may the Lord strike me and even kill me. If I don't warn you so, you can escape and live. May the Lord be with you as he used to be with my father. And may you treat me with the faithful love of the Lord as long as I live. But if I die, treat my family with this faithful love, even when the Lord destroys all your enemies from the face of the earth. So Jonathan made a solemn pact with David, saying, May the Lord destroy all your enemies. And Jonathan made David reaffirm his vow of friendship again. For Jonathan loved David as he himself. He loved himself. Then Jonathan said, Tomorrow we celebrate the New Moon Festival. You will be missed when your place at the table is empty. The day after tomorrow, toward evening, go to the place where you hid before and wait there by the stone pile. I will come out and shoot three arrows to the side of the stone pile as though I were shooting at a target. Then I will send a boy to bring the arrows back. If you hear me tell him they are on their side, on the side, then you will know as surely as the Lord lives that all is well and there is no trouble. But if I tell him, go farther, the arrows are still ahead of you, then it will mean that you must leave immediately for the Lord is sending you away. And may the Lord makes us keep our promises to each other, for he has witnessed them. So David hid himself in the field, and when the New Moon Festival began, the king sat down to eat. He sat at his usual place against the wall with Jonathan sitting opposite him. 
and Abner beside him. But David's place was empty. Saul didn't say anything about it that day, for he said to himself, something must have made David ceremonially clean. But when David's place was empty again the next day, Saul asked Jonathan, Why hasn't the son of Jesse been here for the meal either yesterday or today? Jonathan replied, David earnestly asked me if I if he could go to Bethlehem. He said, Please let me go, for we are having a family sacrifice. My brother demanded that I be there. So please let me get away to see my brothers. That's why he isn't here at the king's table. So Saul boiled, boiled with rage at Jonathan, you stupid son of a whore. He swore at him. Do you think I don't know that you want him to be the king in your place, shaming yourself and your mother? As long as that son of Jesse is alive, you will be, you'll never be king. Now go and get him so I can kill him. But why should he be put to death? Jonathan asked his father. What has he done? Then Saul hurled his spear at Jonathan, intending to kill him. So at last, Jonathan realized that his father was really determined to kill David. Jonathan left the table in fierce anger and refused to eat on that second day of the festival, for he was crushed by his father's shameful behavior toward David. The next morning, as agreed, Jonathan went out into the field and took a young boy with him to gather his arrows. Start running, he told the boy, so you can find the arrows as I shoot them. So the boy ran, and Jonathan shouted, and Jonathan shot an arrow behind him. When the boy had almost reached the arrow, Jonathan shouted, The arrow is still ahead of you. Hurry, hurry, don't wait. So the boy quickly gathered up the arrows and ran back to his master. He, of course, suspected nothing. Only Jonathan and David understood the signal. Then Jonathan gave his bow and arrows to the boy and told him to take them back to the town. The last two verses natin, as soon as the boy was gone, David came out from where he had been hiding near the stone pile. Then David bowed three times to Jonathan with his face to the ground. Both of them were in tears as they embraced each other and said goodbye, especially David. At last, Jonathan said to David, Go in peace, for we have sworn loyalty to each other in the Lord's name. The Lord is the witness of a bond between us and our children forever. Then David left and Jonathan returned the town. So itong story na binasa natin is about Jonathan and David. It is a story of their friendship, yung pagkakaibigan nila. Pero, yung story na to ay pwede natin i-apply sa bawat relationship na meron din tayo sa ating mga buhay. Hindi na siya pang friendship, but yung mga bagay na makikita natin, matututunan natin ngayong umaga na to, we can apply it sa lahat ng mga relationship or we can apply to every relationship that we have. Ang title po ng topic natin for today is Must in a Relationship. So, ano ba yung ibig sabihin ng word na must? Sabi sa Merayam Dictionary, Merayam Webster Dictionary, must is something necessary, indispensable, or unavoidable. So, ito daw ay necessary o kinakailangan. Kapag sinabing must, ito ay fix, ito ay firm. Parang pag sinabing uh, attendance is a must. So, kailangan sumunod. Kinakailangan um, mag-comply. So, must is also the same as essential, necessary, needed, or important. So, in every relationship that we have, 
There are essential or important things that we must have. Yung must of a relationship or must in a relationship, it is an essential ingredient para mag-work, para maging maayos ang bawat relationship natin sa ating buhay. Punta po tayo sa first point natin. Number one, we must be committed to the relationship no matter what. So, 1 Samuel chapter 20 verse 4, Tell me what I can do to help you, Jonathan exclaimed. So, sa other version, sabi dito, So, Jonathan said to David, Whatever you your whatever you yourself desire, I will do it for you. Nabanggit ito ni Jonathan because he want to help David. Dahil si David ay nasa great distress because of um, sa pagbabanta ng, ng kanyang tatay na si King Saul kay David. So, Because of this, gustong tulungan ni Jonathan si David si, or si David na maging maayos yung condition niya. That's why sinabi ni Jonathan na what can I do to help you? So kung si Jonathan ay um, committed sa pagkakaibigan niya kay David at willing siyang tulungan nito, ganun din yung Panginoon sa atin. Ganun din yung Lord sa atin. Same with God, He is committed to us. That's why He gave the Lord Jesus to die for our sins, to die for you and for me. And sabi ng Panginoon sa John chapter 14 verse 14, Ask me anything in my name and I will do it for you. Kapag humiling daw tayo, humingi tayo sa Panginoon, sa pangalan niya, bibigay niya yon sa atin, gagawin niya yon para sa atin. Why? Because He is committed to help us, He is committed sa relationship niya sa atin and He is committed to be a mediator between you and the Father. Meaning na mediator tagapamagitan. Si Lord, si Jesus, willing siya, committed siya na pumagit na sa, sa Diyos at sa atin. Not because God wants yung relationship natin na maayos. God wants na yung relationship natin sa Kanya ay maging fully committed din. And, sabi sa Romans 8, verse 32, Since He did not spare even His own Son, but gave Him up for us all, won't He also give us everything else? Sabi doon, kung si Lord nagawa niyang ibigay yung kaisa-isa niyang anak na si Jesus para sa atin, what more pa yung mga bagay na hihingin natin sa Kanya? What more pa yung mga bagay na kailangan natin. So, ganun tayo kamahal ng Panginoon. Mahal na mahal tayo ng Diyos. And He is so committed to us. That's why He is willing to do everything para sa atin. Balik tayo dun sa word na commitment because yung number one point natin, di ba? Uh, we must be committed to the relationship no matter what. And commitment is a proof that we truly that you truly love a person. If hindi mo nagagawang mag-commit, hindi ka pa nakakapag-commit, hindi ka pa talaga totoong umiibig. O hindi mo pa talaga nagagawang umiibig. So how can we be committed? No? Especially to God. How can we be committed to God? Sabi dito, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your understanding. Kapag binigay mo yung buo mo, sa Panginoon, kinumit mo yung puso mo, yung buhay mo, yung kaluluwa mo sa Panginoon, then you will 
be truly loving the Lord. No, when we become committed, doon din tayo mas nagiging faithful sa relationship natin. Faithfulness happens when one person fulfills what he commits. So sa Panginoon, paano ba natin nalalaman na faithful ang Panginoon sa atin, sa relationship sa, niya sa atin? No? If diba, nalalaman natin ang faithfulness sa Panginoon kapag ginagawa niya yung mga bagay na ipinangako niya. So, ganun din sa life natin, sa lahat ng relationship na meron tayo. Faithfulness happens when one person fulfill what he commits. No, so, yun, ang Panginoon ay faithful dahil lahat ng mga bagay na pinangako niya sa atin, pinangako niya sa buhay natin, ay tinutupad at ginagawa niya. So, we need, pabalik ako, we need to be faithful and committed to our relationship no matter. Okay, punta naman po tayo sa number two point natin. Number two, must have the highest respect and reverence. Ito yung second must in a relationship. So, first Samuel chapter 20 verse 41, As soon as the boy was gone, David came out from where he had been hiding near the stone pile. Then David bowed three times to Jonathan with his face to the ground. Both of them were in tears as they embraced each other and said goodbye especially David. At this point sa chapter na ito, si David ay nagbigay na respect kay Jonathan sa kanilang pagkakaibigan. And reverence, ano ba ibig sabihin ng salitang reverence? Reverence means honor or respect felt or shown. Ang reverence daw ay matinding or malalim na kind ng paggalang o pagre-respect. So, reverence means honor or respect. We need to honor every relationship na meron tayo. No? It is a command for us. It is a command that we need to honor relationships. Sa story natin, si David, in-honor niya yung relationship niya, yung pagkakaibigan nila ni Jonathan by bowing down his head. So sa atin naman, may apply natin yung, yung reverence, yung, on, yung pag-honor natin sa bawat relationship sa paligid natin. For example, sa ating mga magulang. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 1 This is a command ay binigay sa atin ng Panginoon to honor our father and mother to honor our parents So sabi dito, children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord for this is the right thing to do Yung pag-honor sa, sa ating mga magulang paggalang sa ating mga magulang ito ay tamang gawin it is the right thing to do God command us to do this And sabi dito, honor your father and mother This is the first commandment with a promise. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well with you and you will have a long life here on earth. So, si Lord ay nagsabi, nag-igaling natin, i-honor natin, i-respeto natin yung mga magulang natin because it is, a right, it is the right thing to do and it is a command from the Lord which, um, which is merong promise na katumba. So, kapag inonor mo yung magulang mo, inonor mo yung uh, nanay at tatay mo, merong promise na ibibigay sa'yo, Panginoon. So, ano yung promise na yun? All things will go well with you. Lahat ng bagay yung magiging maayos sa ating buhay at hahaba yung buhay mo dito sa lupa. So, we need to honor our parents. So, sometimes, 
the problem in relationship ay hindi ano sometimes the problem in relationship is not that we lose love hindi yung nawalan tayo ng pag-ibig but we lose respect no kaya minsan yung mga pagkakataon na ano uh, sasagot natin yung mga magulang natin na nakakapagsabi tayo ng um, hindi magganda salita not that we lose love not that hindi dahil hindi natin sila mahal but nawawala yung respect natin sa kanila so if nandun yung respeto mo andun yung paggalang sa kanila you will honor them no matter what ganun din sa relationship natin sa Panginoon hindi dahil nawawalan tayo ng pag-ibig sa kanya kundi nawawala yung respect, yung reverence natin sa Panginoon, yung pag-honor natin. That's why may mga pagkakataon na lumalayo tayo sa Kanya, nagkakasala tayo because we lose our respect to the Lord. But, yung, yung number two point natin, in order for us upang maging maayos yung relationship natin, sa maayos yung mga relationship natin, una, ayusin natin yung relationship natin sa Panginoon by honoring Him. And then, if we honor the Lord, ma-honor din natin yung mga tao sa paligid natin. Because, when we have an honoring, when we have an honoring relationship, we already honor the Lord. Kapag in-honor mo yung mga relationship na meron ka, simply by that, na-honor mo na rin ang Panginoon. Kapag in-honor mo yung magulang mo, in-honor mo yung kaibigan mo, in-honor mo even yung leader mo, na? yung sa leader mo, yung yung mentor mo, ang yung pastor mo, if you honor them, you already honor the Lord with that. So, number two point natin, we must have the highest respect and reverence. Punta naman po tayo sa third point natin. So, number three, must in a relationship, must be a God-centered covenant. Ibig sabihin, let God be the center your relationship. So, 1 Samuel chapter 20, verse 42. At last, Jonathan said to David, Go in peace, for we have sworn loyalty to each other in the Lord's name. The Lord is the witness of a bond between us and our children forever. Then David left and Jonathan returned to the town. So, dito sa verse na ito, makikita natin na ang Diyos ang sentro sa pagkakaibigan ni David at ni Jonathan. No? That they have made an oath, they, they have made a promise na si Lord ang witness dun sa ginawa nila. So, sa bawat relationship na meron tayo sa ating buhay, kahit simpleng pagkakaibigan man yan, or other levels of relationship, uh, pa, uh, mag-asawa, partner, no, dapat hayaan natin na ang Diyos ang maging sentro ng ating relationship. Hayaan natin ang Diyos ang maging sentro ng lahat ng bagay na ating ginagawa. So, malalaman natin at makikita natin if ang Diyos ba ang center ng isang relationship. For example, sa mga magkakaibigan, malalaman mo kung si Lord or ang salita ng Diyos sa sentro niyan if uh, base doon sa mga pinag-uusapan nila. Kung ang palagi mo naririnig ay Word of God, palagi mo naririnig ay uh, mga positive na mga bagay, alam natin na ito ay centered or ano, yung relationship nila, yung pagkakaibigan nila ay centered sa Panginoon. Pero kung laging chismis, laging mga negative na bagay na lumalabas, no, malamang hindi centered 
sa salita ng Diyos. Be centered sa relationship na yan sa Panginoon. So, dapat sa relationship, hindi ikaw yung nagiging center. Hindi tayo yung nagiging center. Hindi yung emosyon natin. Hindi yung mga decisions natin yung nagiging center. But only ang Diyos lang or ang Panginoon lang ang dapat na laging, na laging nasa gitna ng bawat relationship na meron tayo. And as for our conclusion, though our God is God, He is committed to save us. He is committed in our in His relationship with us. He has a high respect and reverence sa atin. That's why He never leave us all alone. Pinadala niya yung Holy Spirit. He gave us the Holy Spirit. Making sure that we have a God-centered relationship in our lives. So the Lord is so good. The Lord is so great and faithful sa relationship na meron, meron siya sa atin. And He, ang challenge sa atin is to be faithful also. Challenge is to have these three must sa ating uh, relationship at may-apply natin ito. Number one, we must be committed to the relationship, to our relationship no matter what. Number two, we must have high respect and reverence. Number three, we must have a God-centered relationship, God-centered covenant sa ating mga relationship. As we close, let us all bow down and let's pray.